welcome to season seven, episode one of Scott Survives Survivor. Ooh. My name is Brandon Weber, and today we'll be talking about episode one of Survivor, Pearl Islands, Beg, Barter, Steal. And Scott, we're here in our seventh season, and Scott, yeah. I'm noticing we've been here for quite a while doing this podcast. Yeah. I've noticed that, you know, you've gotten, you've lost a little bit of weight, you've been out on the island for a while, your pants, I notice, are struggling to stay up. And yeah. I just want you to know, Scott, that okay. if your pants fall off at any point during the recording of this po- this podcast episode, I don't want you to be embarrassed okay. in front of our listeners. Okay. So I too will take off my pants as well. Brandon, that what a what a nice gesture. Yeah. Uh, first, I I just want to say I I would worry that our podcast would get flagged on, or something on the various. I would have to flag it as explicit. I think. Okay, see, that's what I'm worried about, because yeah. then I feel like part of our audience is just getting cut off, and it might be better to just cut that out of the episode if my pants fall down live on the air. We've talked about this. We don't edit. We don't cut anything don't edit, out. Okay. Well, then, I appreciate the gesture. Yeah. Accept it, Scott. Okay. It's happening. It's, uh, wait, it's, it's going to happen? If if that were to happen. I don't want it to happen. Will ha- right. Nobody wants Nobody it to happen, wants right? Like the buzzed word on right on your pants, we want everybody to see that. Okay, we don't we don't want. Those I have to a fall belt up. on currently. Oh, good. Don't yeah. sell it to villagers. <laughs> yeah. I also want to keep it close to myself because I don't want it stolen or pirated. Yeah, yeah. We're that here. That happens sometimes. We're here in a pirate season. It's a pirate survivor. Season. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean L- last... is very <laughs> prominent here. Yeah, it is. Last season was boys versus girls. This season is just pirates. They're pirates like, what versus if we did pirates. pirates. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think this is a great premiere. Yeah. It's very fun. Oh yeah. Um, bef- quick before we begin, I have to say, hot off the press, and maybe you already know about this, but we have friends, friends of the show, that are p- currently planning a trip to the Pearl Islands. Oh. Did you know I about did not this? know this, no. Well, I think I could say their their first names. Sure. Yeah, Laurel and Justin. Oh. They're they're going to the Pearl Islands and No way. Uh, at least Laurel. Are they going to see this village? Well, see that that's the thing she was saying uh in this uh Slack message that uh, a lot of the survivor games and like some of the old structures are still there and you can go see it. Whoa. And she she's so she's looking for like tips. I know you probably can't do that with me around. I don't even know the oh. tips. So <laughs> I would I would do that, but and she offered and maybe jokingly, but I took it 100% seriously to bring back survivor sand. Oh, <laughs> which I feel okay. like could be like Is that the, legal? Maybe not. I don't know. It might be like bringing back a piece of coral. Yeah. But uh you know, that's that could very be, exciting. Yeah, it could be like a cool uh, prize for like the reunion. You okay. Know? Yeah, yeah. Bring back the survivor sand that uh, that that we saw in this episode. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. It's I, the sand from Rupert's jeans. This, is still right there. It's somewhere, <laughs> yeah, somewhere it's out there. Somewhere. That's tip number one for yeah. you, Laurel. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Well, we look forward to hearing the results of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get some sand and. <laughs> Just show it to everybody on the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Very oh, exciting. Yeah, I know. Wow. I don't know. I don't really know where to go from there. I don't either. I just thought I would bring that. I, I think that's like worthwhile. It, it felt like it needed to be brought up. Yeah. You know? 
that's like very like well timed. Right. Yeah. Pearl Islands. I didn't even know that existed until yeah we started this season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty cool place. Pretty cool survivor there. So far, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so before we start, also, oh, I I always have a couple little nuggets to share from kind I of the, the in between the seasons and just anything like to close off season six and open up season seven. I have a couple things related to the Amazon that I wanted to share that didn't really come up on the reunion or like in any of the episodes. Um, one is, I mean, both are like very minute details, but I think worth bringing up. The first one is that Dave and Ryan, if you remember Dave and Ryan from season six, they actually went to high school like really close to each other. And there was like sort of an agreement early on that like they wouldn't work against each other. Um, oh. So I'm pretty sure at, like that first tribal, Dave might have not voted for Ryan and voted for somebody else. I can't remember exactly because of what their the pact. Yeah, because of their like, oh, we kind of are from the same town or whatever they had. So it that's kind of a little nugget. It didn't help Ryan. It didn't help Ryan much. very much. No. Okay. No, which is why probably it didn't. It just didn't uh, come up on the show because it wasn't <laughs> worth it. If I I feel like that's in bad nature. To, to team up before you start the show. Well, I don't think they knew before the show, but I think they recognized each other, like, once they got there, or, like, at least maybe while they were traveling uh, there. It was probably, like, an unspoken thing, and then once they started the game, they might have been like, hey, are you from you know, that it. school or whatever? So I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's just kind of an unfortunate circumstance for production to like, yeah. end up with two people from that close. But uh, Ideally, you avoid that situation. You don't want them to know each other going in. Yeah, but we do, on the Pearl Islands, have a lot of people from one state. So we will get into that yes. um, when we start talking about that episode. And then also, um, one of our trivia questions regarded Jenna's lost items during the fire. Pledge crown. Yes. She did get a replacement pledge crown after the season oh, <laughs> yeah from her sorority i guess so yeah I probably, um, maybe cbs made one i don't know i wonder if that helps put like a sorority on the map like yeah oh, they're like this is the sorority Jenna that used to go Jenna to was in. and her pledge count got burnt up right yeah i don't know That's, you'll get a replacement yeah yeah exactly so a couple nuggets from season six very okay. uninteresting probably but i think worth talking about worth talking about yeah and then uh, let's give some background about Survivor Pearl Islands, our seventh season. This was filmed from June 23rd to July 31st. What year? 2003. I completely cut you off right as you were telling me the year that, that to is, ask you yep. what year it was. Yeah. <laughs> that, was that was what I was going to say, okay. 2003. Um, and it is off the coast of Panama. And the tribes are based on Sir Francis Drake and Henry Morgan. Henry and Morgan. I looked up their Wikipedia pages. Uh, Sir Francis Drake, what it says in like the first yeah. sentence is that he was an English explorer and he's privateer. An, he's an explorer, everybody. And privateer. Well, every, you know, every, every explorer's got to do a little privateering on the side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was known for circumnavigating the world from 1577 to 1580. Yeah. Um... So it didn't mention a ton about like pillaging and stuff that Rupert takes the heart. But I think there's a lot of his journey that was unaccounted for, and so legends. Most of the privateering probably. It's a very private yeah, business. It is. Yeah, and then uh, Henry Morgan was a Welsh privateer. There it is again. He was also a plantation owner and lieutenant governor of Jamaica. Well, he was a pirate. 
Yeah. You've seen the the illustrations. And he raided settlements and shipping on the Spanish main. Yeah, that's not not privateering anymore. It doesn't sound like it. So, yeah, those are our two, uh, I guess, captains of these tribes. It's, It's very weird to, right off the bat, have tribe names that, like... I'm familiar with already mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know if i like it okay <laughs> yeah they're like they're just names yeah they're just names mm-hmm. of guys yeah i'll get used to it yeah yeah so the uh the, this this season starts very uniquely because um they're like it, it starts by showing a village but then it, it's like oh actually all the survivors are out on this ship yeah. and it really looks like a pirate ship it does. It has sails. Yeah, it has sails, so it's, it looks like a pirate ship. And uh, they're on a ship, and they are dressed nicely, most of them. Most of them are dressed pretty nicely. And Jeff tells us that they think that they're about to take publicity photos before the game starts. And that not only do they think the game isn't starting today, they think the game is starting in a few days. Yeah, this is this is a prank Yes, he's pulled for us to watch yeah we're supposed to laugh at the people in their suits mm-hmm. and this woman who is wearing her scout attire yes because she thinks she's gonna take fun pictures yeah <laughs> and we're like these guys are about to jump into the water aren't they yeah and they're, they're all they've got their bags like under like below deck um they've got a bunch of stuff on their person potentially yeah. that's gonna come up uh yeah so they they won't even get to take what's in their suitcases other than their um tennis shoes or sneakers or whatever that jeff pulls out for them right well jeff just comes by with a bag eventually and like so this would be of all the seasons i feel like this is the easiest one to smuggle something you know just don't give up your beef jerky that's in your (laughs) you just keep it yeah yeah that's everything jeff that's everything yeah and Keep your cell phone too if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah. How did people? Did anybody have a cell phone that could fit in a pocket and be undetected? I guess sure. So, right? They have flip phones. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't, but they no, must have. Yeah. no, me neither. Yeah. And Jeff tells them about the history of piracy in this area. That pirates looted gold, silver, and pearls. They hid in these jungles, and there's all this marine life, and that's where they're going to be, and the game starts right now. Or I think he said, like, the game has already started, or something like that. And everybody's like, what? Um, Yeah, so they lower the anchor, and it's a very, like, intense scene. It's like it's from a movie. Probably only Pirates of the Caribbean would be the one that it would be in, uh, where they're, they're lowering the anchor, and then Jeff says you only get to take the clothes on your back sandra has a good reaction to this yeah she's our first confessional of the season and she just swears yeah for some of these people this is really really bad news for most of them i would say there's like two people in suits maybe three i don't remember if austin had a suit or just i think he pirated that uh (laughs) that well, he had a belt for sure. Okay. But he did have a belt. I think it was his belt. Yeah. He could have. I don't remember. I think he was used. wearing. I think he was dressed pretty nicely on the boat. So his belt was stolen. Was that what happened? No, he he sold it. Oh, he sold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That creates he gave problems it away. down the road. It's <laughs> yeah. the trade-off, you know. Yeah. Um, and Jeff also points out that uh, Nicole probably doesn't have anything under her dress, and you know we got to start the season off with Jeff 
being a little creepy. Immediate, yeah, immediate sexual reference. We're but, all a little uncomfortable. But luckily this time, the one, one of the main objects of this aspect of Jeff in season six ended up being the winner. But the object of this in season seven is the first one out. So she's gone right away. So Jeff can't oh, comment on her dress the whole season. Yeah. No peanut butter and chocolate scene this season. I was distracted because you were referring to two women as objects, Brandon. Oh, did? No. Oh. Uh, it's too late. Oh, no. I'm so, I'm so. We can't edit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I have no... I have nothing to say other than you're, you're intentionally using my words against me. It's true. And yeah. I feel awful considering we're pants off buddies. <laughs> we would be if your pants <laughs> fell off. Yeah. Anyway, um, Austin has a couple big bottles of booze that he's not able to bring onto the island. I guess he thought there what might be a chance that, that, he, that they would let him have it. But he didn't know they were about to... He didn't know the items he was bringing was for the trip, did he? Yeah, how did he have it on him? Like, yeah, where, where was where he was holding it? that? <laughs> yeah. Suit pockets, I will say, I'm always in, impressed. Yeah. If I have, like, something big, I'm like, what if it fit? I was like, oh, yeah, it fits right in my inner suit pocket. So yeah. maybe, maybe he had both of them in, in one maybe. pocket. Maybe. They looked like pretty sizable bottles of alcohol. It's not something you want to carry around. No. In your hands. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> And, like, jumping off the boat with two bottles, like, what are you going to do with that? And he's not even good at swimming. So, yeah, it would have been would have been rough for Austin, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of rough for him anyway, but... I would say so. Yeah. And then we get into our tribes. And I don't know what order we... I guess let's just go in one tribe at a time. That'd be great. Jeff does, like, one pick and then one pick, and it's pretty confusing. It made it so confusing to write down names. Yeah. I actually counted 18 people when <laughs> yeah. we were watching this together. Yeah, yeah. And it was so confused. Yeah, so let's just do the Drake tribe first. Yeah. They get the first member is Sean Cohen. He's in advertising sales. He's 28 and he's from Los Angeles. Um, anything to say about Sean? I don't remember him. Okay. He's one of the ones in suits. They look the same in my head. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll talk about Sean a little bit. Not too much, though. Uh, then we have Krista Hasty, computer programmer. She's 24, also from Los Angeles. What do you have to say about Krista? Oh, man. I, I, I'm already doing such a horrible job remembering these people. You're going to have a great time picking the winner. I know. It's just going to be... To be fair, Scott, this yeah. tribe wins, so they don't have to vote. So hopefully, maybe the Morgan tribe, there's a few more notable people. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure once we get into the episode, you'll remember these people a little more. I hope. I think so. Yeah. I think once we start talking about things that they did. Yeah. One person that you probably do remember is the third person on Drake, Rupert Bonham. Rupert, I remember very well. He's a troubled teen, troubled teen, I think it's Bonham actually. He's a troubled teen's mentor. And then Krista comments on him and she's like, this guy's the man. This dude is cool. He's a big old hippie, strong as an ox. Strong as an ox. Mm -hmm. I think... I think we see that that maybe doesn't prove to be as true in this episode, but we'll see. Are oxes usually in jeans? Um. <laughs> and swimming in them. I think oxen uh. usually. <laughs> I think they. <laughs> We're off to a great I don't, yeah, start. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, I think they usually remove their jeans. They know to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he is 39 from Indianapolis. Uh, is this the first male survivor to enter the game with 
having already a beard? <laughs> the first one ever? Yeah. We all we have a lot of survivors that leave the game with beards. Do we have any that enter the game with a beard? You're putting me on the spot here. I'm guessing that there have been there has been someone, right? Six seasons in. I think beards were not that cool in two thousand three. Mm. They were they were at a lull, you know. Interesting. That is a that is a cool nugget. If that's true, it might not be true at all. <laughs> it might not. But you can't remember anybody. I can't remember anybody explicitly because. I mostly remember what people look like at the end. Right, so and they all have beards. It's really hard for me <laughs> to picture, like, what they entered the game with. Right. So, like, I mean, I'm thinking, like, Big Tom ended up with, like, a pretty decent beard, but I don't think he entered with one. I don't one. think he did. Yeah, so this is a very astute, potentially, Thank you. comment. Well, it's a big it's a big beard. It's hard to make. It's a, it's a big beard, yeah. They wouldn't make him shave this one, I don't think. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have Trish Dunn. She's a 42-year-old sales executive from Annapolis, which is uh, close to where I'm from. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's in Maryland. It's the capital. What is it called? Annapolis. Annapolis. Yeah, and so we have Rupert from Indianapolis and Trish from Annapolis. When you say Annapolis, it sounds like you're saying Indianapolis really quickly. Yeah. Okay. There's a commercial joke about that with uh, March Madness. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, where... Somebody's driving to Annapolis instead oh, of Indianapolis. I gotta in start writing for them. Yeah, you should. Got some good stuff. Yeah, uh, Trish, pretty minor role in this, but we will get a fun Trish scene during the uh, market scene. And then we have Burton Roberts, who is a marketing executive. Also, a lot of like marketing and salespeople on Drake. Uh, he is thirty-one from San Francisco, so another California person. And he's another big guy. Uh, Rupert and Burton, pretty big. Then we have Michelle Tazaro. She's 22. She's the youngest she's on the season. She's a student. Yeah, not younger than Jenna, but oh, the youngest on the season. On the season, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's tied. We'll get to somebody else who's her age. Oh. Uh, she's from Washington, D.C., where uh, the great Matthew von Erdfelde from last season is from. And, Mateo. you know, we'll have to see if she thinks there are more interesting things to do in D.C. than Mateo did. And we'll have to see if she's crazy. <laughs> we will have to see that, <laughs> yeah. Then we have John Dalton, otherwise known as Johnny Fairplay. That's what, he, that's what he goes by. He doesn't play fair. And he's an art consultant. He's 29, also from Los Angeles. I don't mean to comment on every single person here because we do have a show to get through, but is an art consultant, is that someone who just tells you if they... That you they like your art i'm wondering if there's somebody who's like advising rich people on whether they should buy art like oh, whether it will raise in value or something matcher. i don't know oh. like what's a regular consultant like for it's like just something you someone you call in <laughs> yeah to... it's like a phone a friend yeah <laughs> he's just like a he's just like an art helper yeah maybe he's okay. like okay maybe he's like the artist calls him and is like i think i'm done with my painting and he's like no yeah you're not done yet you need a, you need a puppy dog in the corner over here yeah yeah maybe that's it interesting and then we have sandra diaz twine who is an office assistant she's 28 from fort lewis washington i remember sandra she has some great quotes in this episode yeah yeah she does all right that's the drake tribe they win the first challenge later in this episode we also have the morgan tribe uh drake tribe is blue morgan tribe is orange Morgan Tribe starts with Dara Johnson, who's a mortician. She's 22, uh, from Liberty, Mississippi. And she has she says one thing the entire episode, and it's like at the very end. 
Is that true? I think. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I have nothing for Dara until like the very end of the episode. Well, I lived in Mississippi for a long time. I don't know where Liberty is, though. (laughs) Oh, okay. So. Wow. You think it's made up? I think she did make that up, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we have Austin Taylor. Austin is O-S-T-E-N. It is. Yeah. Uh, And he is an equity trade manager from Boston. And he actually, he's 27 and he shares my birthday. Hey. Not, we're not the same age. December 10th. Yeah. yeah that's that's great. Yeah, way to die. Well, he, he shares my I... dad's birthday, too. Oh. <laughs> what, what about that? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And so he hands all of his personal items to Jeff, and Jeff's like, look at all that loot. This really is like a pirate. You have booze and music and all this other stuff. And I'm like, did pirates steal music? Um, like in like mp3 players they would appropriate music so they'd go raid a place and they're like oh that jazz yeah. jazz yeah and then they would play that on oh. their ship okay yeah, yeah, I, need, yeah I need to players, look up my pirate history no, no. Yeah. they didn't have mp3 they were using like walkmans back then. <laughs> yeah okay okay then we have lillian morris our scout master she is 51 from loveland ohio and I feel like she's a fun um, she's presence great. in this episode. It's hard to forget someone that dresses up like a scoutmaster. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really... It's almost convenient that they did start the game unexpectedly because people, in my opinion, are more um, like dressed in a defined way right. than they would be if they were like planned for the game and they had their like athletic clothes or whatever. It's kind of like... And I haven't seen the show like Gilligan's Island, yeah. how you've got like the doctor and the lawyer, and yeah. I don't know if there's a lawyer, but everybody's, be a lawyer. you know, they get stranded in their yeah. work attire, so. Right. It really is like that if you were shipwrecked, then yeah. you, would, you wouldn't have like your best clothes, you know? Yeah, but I wouldn't be wearing jeans. I'd be wearing like shorts and like a Hawaiian shirt, and I'd be doing really well. It depends. If it's like, you know, you're on a cruise through the you know, Alaskan ice caps or whatever. You're gonna have That's true. not shorts. If if I got shipwrecked in Alaska though, I wouldn't want to be wearing shorts. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> uh then we have Ryan Shoulders, our first of two Ryans. He is twenty three. He's a produce clerk from Clarksville, Tennessee. Mm. He's our youngest guy on the season. Okay. And then we have Tawana Bradley pharmaceutical sales from st louis she's 26 and austin thinks she's really good looking she's like a nubian princess yeah okay (laughs) no comment (laughs) yeah uh then we have ryan oprey our second ryan uh he's an electrician he's 30 from los gatos california oh yeah the cats the cats yeah (laughs) lots of california people in this season i'm telling you and then our final California person is Nicole Delma. She's a massage therapist and is 24 from Hermosa, Hermosa Beach, California. Yeah. And uh, Jeff is like, give me your, give me your bag of personal items. And she like, d- she's all befuddled yeah. by this whole thing. And she starts going towards the Drake tribe, and then she starts going towards the Morgan tribe and hasn't given Jeff her bag of personal items yet. It feels bad to be laughed at before your tribe even knows you. Yeah, I I do wonder if this played into her being the first person out. Like, I don't know about this one. Like, she seems a little bit out there. It would be definitely psychologically affecting me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm doomed. (laughs) They already are laughing. Oh, if it were me. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
Uh, and then we have Andrew Savage, who's an attorney. He's 39 from Chicago. He seems, I mean, from his description, he sounds fine. Yeah, he was also in him. a suit. Oh, okay, another suit guy. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, so let's get into this uh, this opener I'm because ready. it's a unique opener where they will have nothing once they get to camp. They won't have manioc or anything like that. But Jeff says, what I can do for you is give you 100 Balboas each. That's Panamanian money. And then it's market day in this village. So they're going to jump off the boat. They have until sundown to get to camp. They need to pay money for the boat to get to their camp. And they can also trade whatever they have on their person at this market uh, to get what they need for 39 days of Survivor. Do you like this as a twist? Um, I do. I think it makes it so much more frantic. And it, uh, it, you kind of see early on how the teams are going to do based on how they perform during this. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's really clear that one team is a lot more cool and collected and the other's like completely frantic, not using teamwork at all. Yes. Um, I did just pull up my phone uh, very rudely. But it was just to look at the exchange rate for Panamanian Balboa to U.S. dollar. It says it's one. One? It says it's one. So they got a hundred dollars. Yeah. I. How is? I've never it's seen one that today. It's one today. Huh, I wonder what it was in two thousand three. Yeah. I I didn't do any research to see if um. So you see what the trend was. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Okay. Just know. So they got a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Okay. Wow. And they're trading belts for i don't know a knife or something i feel like a hundred dollars you could you could just buy the knife you could yeah <laughs> and keep your belt and keep your yeah. pants on and i think it turns out that they need 35 balboas to get the boat so that is going to be something that they're going to need to keep in mind they don't necessarily know what the price is going to be when they get there and you know we don't really get to see what would have happened if one tribe if just spent everything and was like they'll let us get to camp, right? Yeah. So I, I, I do wish we got to see that, but we don't. Um, so they, they they have to jump in. Jeff throws the bags of shoes overboard because he's like, if, if you're not going to get out by yourselves, like you're going to get in if your shoes are in there. Yeah. And everybody jumps in. There's a montage. There's like the music playing. It's, it's pretty exciting. It's intense. So, yeah. Yeah. People are just, you know, in their regular clothes, getting in the water. Their suits and... I think Andrew's the last one to jump in in his nice suit. He does not want to go in. No, I wouldn't want to go in either. Suit. Yeah. And Jeff's like, you got to get your lifeboats too. Like, you're never going to make it if you don't have those. And so they're swimming in. We get kind of... This is going to be a really jumbled section of the show because there's not really like this tribe and that tribe. There's some of that, but it's kind of just everybody is going by themselves. Yeah. And so Austin from Morgan says that I'm not a strong swimmer. Like, I don't normally get in the water at all. And then Rupert has his jeans, and he's having to swim in in his jeans. They're very absorbent, you might find, and very yeah. heavy. Yes, he says he was spent, and the game hadn't even started yet. Yeah. Mm. Oxen yeah. status. Not looking good. <laughs> no, but just... He'll, he'll be wearing different uh, bottoms by the end of this episode. That's true. So we'll have to see. I haven't seen Rupert in a dress very much yet. So. No. He's going to power up. We get to the market, and Morgan just, they have people running everywhere. Uh, Ryan Shoulders is kind of the narrator for the Morgan tribe at the market, and he's like, 
the girls just ran off. The other Ryan just ran off. He's he's probably always going to notice what <laughs> the other Ryan's doing. He's like, I need to be the better Ryan. Yeah. I mean, you at least have to look after him. Mm-hmm. Protect the other Ryan. Yeah. And also make sure that you're doing better than him. Well, you need... So, to me, you need the Ryan in the game so that if they write Ryan on the parchment, you can always be like, oh, that was probably for the other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, unfortunately... It seems like they are pretty dead set on going by O and S. <laughs> yeah, or like Skinny Ryan and yeah, right. Young Ryan. Yeah. So Ryan O, and I think, yeah, he'll go by Rhino, which is a little bit easier. That's his nickname. Rhino? Rhino. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, so he just runs to where the boats are, and he's like, how much is it to pretty much go anywhere? Because they're like, where do you need us to yeah. take you? And he's like, oh, I don't really have a map. So he just completely blows this. Right. This is very funny. Um, and then the girls are just running off, and they have no plan. The Morgan tribe has no plan. Yeah, it is so hard. This this is the point where I was like, okay, I need to... I'm, I'm taking notes here. I need to make sure I know who's on whose tribe. Almost impossible. Yeah. There's just people running everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're giving just... me names, but I'm like, I don't know who... I don't know what team that you're on. You're yeah. just running in a random direction. If they're running in a random direction, it's probably... Morgan and then if they're like <laughs> together and like seem like they have a plan it's Drake it ended up being a little simpler once I figured that out yeah yeah so Drake climbs up the stairs and they have their lifeboat and they're uh Rupert's like I need I need a break so they sit him down with the with the raft and then Morgan just comes up and drops their raft right next to him why wouldn't you and they just run away though yeah they don't leave anybody with anybody there with it and Rupert's like I just took all their stuff. Like, he says, When I got to those stairs, I was done. We set the sucker down, and I needed to rest. The other team, Morgan, came up, set their stuff down next to us, and all left. This is definitely a pirate adventure. Pirates pillage. Pirates steal. Pirates take advantage. If they were going to be silly enough to put it right next to me, I'm going to put it in my thing. All their trade goods, all the little women's shoes, the insoles, everything that I could find in theirs, I took. I've always said I will lie, cheat, and steal to win this game. We're going on. There was my stealing. I stole for the Drake. This is great stuff. He's already adopting the pirate theme. That, yes. And I'm sure Survivor loves that too, because... They told us it was pirate-themed. Right. And now the survivors are playing into that immediately. Right. I think it's huge because if you don't... If you if you have to tell us the whole time that yeah. this is, like, what By the we're way, doing, guys, yeah, then, this is a then pirate a, crossword puzzle. It's a lot harder <laughs> to pull off than yeah. if the players embrace it. So I think Rupert doing this really kind of starts the season off on a high note. Yeah. Uh, we have not seen much of this before. We, when we've seen people, one tribe raid another tribe's camp, it's been because they were specifically awarded that privilege. Yeah. But now we see Rupert just like, I don't know, I'm just going to take this stuff. There's no rule that says he can't the cameraman's do Cameraman's not going to stop me. Jeff no. certainly isn't. No. Uh, we don't hear anything from uh, the people whose items were stolen in this episode. Do you think that that's a great point? Do you think that's because they were so frantic that they literally don't even know? That they, they were stolen by Drake. Yeah. 
I think they probably just feel like they left it somewhere. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shoot, I guess I got left behind. Yeah. They probably really don't realize it, which it's kind of like the perfect crime. Yeah. They're never going to bring it up. They're at a market where they're trading everything for different stuff. Like, they could easily think that one of their own teammates sold it for a pineapple or whatever. Yeah. But it was really the Drake that did it. <laughs> yeah. I also love that Rupert calls it the Drake. The Drake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he later says, we are pirates, so we pirated. Yeah. And he also says, it's a hard life living the pirate's life. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's leaning into it so hard. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, so then Morgan's just chaotic the whole time. They're like, do, what do we need? What do we need? We need water. We need a knife, whatever. And Austin's just selling his clothes he is. For, for items. His... Why is he doing this? I think he's just, it's they're just completely desperate for some reason. Yeah. There's they're like we have no time. This is obviously the, the fastest thing. I have to imagine they're playing this pirate music in the background cuz I <laughs> yeah. I can't I just pictured myself here and I'd be like I think I'd just stroll up the stairs like, "Okay, what's going on here?" and yeah. I try to be like polite to people yeah. and like yeah. Oh, okay. Let's see what we can get. Oh, what are they selling over here? Yeah. But he's just like bombarding people. He's telling women that he has never met before <laughs> to flash people for stuff. Yeah. This is the worst first impression ever. It's awful. For your tribe. Yeah. Not. It's not just anybody. It's like these are people that you're going to live with. Right. And have the... Ch- have the power to vote you out. Yeah, I don't remember whose confessional that was, but the, I think it's it, I think it's Nicole. It's Nicole. So, oh. I know. Yeah, so it's not even going to come back to, to <laughs> maybe bite him. Not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. Other says, stuff will be biting him, but not not this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole says uh, that. Uh, yeah, this is like she, he's he hasn't even asked for her name. Yeah, this he is like the even first interaction they've had. Yeah. You just like flash people in this yeah. village. Do what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. It is. But Drake has Sandra, and this is a huge advantage because Sandra speaks Spanish, she speaks Spanish. and she's just actually negotiating with this, these people and haggling and doing all that stuff that you need to do to get the best price. I think in general, uh, someone not running up to you and like making it hand signals and yelling at you for what they want is probably that's not going to be as well received as someone just talking to you yes explaining the situation yeah yeah so they are at a store and they want i think a lantern or something and the lady at the store says that she'll give it to them in exchange for trish's eyes trish's eyes yeah trish's eyes and there's this funny scene from uh sandra at the end of this yeah (laughs) The lady at the store had it in for uh, Trisha. Trisha thought the lady was laughing and giggling with her or whatever, but the lady actually, I think, you know, liked her in a sexual way. <laughs> the delivery is so good. The way she just tacks that on the end, like, like, let me spell it out for you. Yeah. I think it was a sexual thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's true. It's definitely super uncomfortable in the scene, the way she's talking about her eyes. Mm-hmm. And also, like, a little bit, like... I don't know, like a little morbid, like oh, it's a little piratey. You want my eyes? That's a pirates, pirates it's thing. Maybe okay. she knows it's a pirate theme. Yeah, I want your eyes. <laughs> yeah, that way you can have eye patches. Imagine if Rupert or like 
this is a pirates <laughs> this is a pirates game like give the lady your eyes give her your eyes <laughs> we we need the lantern <laughs> give her your eyes so we can see <laughs> one set of eyes for the seven of us oh man yeah that would be pretty brutal uh yeah but she did not like tawana the lady at the store because tawana is yelling at her give me my money back i gave you my money already and you won't let me take the item that we bought how does this happen this is episode one and we have give me my money <laughs> yes. give me my money yeah. We're just just yelling it yeah this is a this is a rough scene for tawana i will say but you know i don't know the, what's the confusion i don't know what happens but yeah, Tawana seems to think that somebody else was at the door and didn't realize that they had already paid for it. And I think she says ultimately they just give this stuff away and they're like, whatever, just take it. Just and take they it. they don't go. even they don't even have to pay for it. So she said like it worked out in the end. And I'm like, ugh, it's not good. So they just left without paying. I guess so. I think they were just like, we're done with you guys. Just like you want it so bad, take well, it. Maybe that lady was just like. You know, she she made her deal. She said, you need to give me this woman's eyes. And right. they were leaving with her eyes still in the sockets. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta know cool. what, the, what the deal is. Yeah, she um, laid it out. Yeah. And Nicole doesn't like Tawana. She's already talking about that she's overexcited and that this, this was not good. So this kind of sets up the, like, dynamic on Morgan before the vote uh, that we're going to get later in the episode. Yeah. Uh, Drake also gets all this food and foil from a barbecue just for one gold necklace. Yeah. Do you think, I, I just hope that it had actual value. I hope so too. Because the barbecue looked so good. Yeah. And there was so much of it. Yeah. And Sandra's just like, I want everything. Yeah. And I think she used a sales tactic that unfortunately is pretty effective on people. It's like this urgency thing yeah and it wasn't just a tactic it's because they actually were urgent but like saying like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and you have to make this decision right now or it's going away forever <laughs> yeah and the one was just like ah oh, yeah we we have other chickens <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy and they end up with a live chicken as well i think the drake tribe yeah don't they have a I, chicken i remember that yeah i don't know what happened to the chicken i don't know what happened to did it they, either did they did they cook this chicken too? I don't know what happened to it. I don't think they cooked it. Yeah, is it is it still there? I don't think we get an update on the chicken after the they get in the they get in the boat. Well, I hope I hope we get an update by the end of the season. I hope so too. I hope the chicken's living a really good life twenty years later. I think yeah, we've talked about that. That's what usually happens to the animals on Survivor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get taken care of. Yeah, and uh, Ryan shoulders on. Um, which is a great last name for somebody who's as small as Ryan. Like, mm. if my last name were Shoulders, I feel like I would I would feel this way. Like, uh, I got the wrong name. <laughs> I'm named after a part of me that, like, I look at Austin and I'm like, that guy's last name should be Shoulders. Yeah. Well, uh, but you know, he, it's he's also like, too. you know, you still want people to notice his shoulders. Yeah, true. So last name might help with that. Right, true. And he says, you know, our whole tribe didn't think anything through and we should have done better. We... They started running off to the boats before they had to. They yeah. had no urgency. They they had too much urgency. Too much. And they should have spent all the money that they had or that they, you know, didn't need to save for the boat. But they have all this money left and 
Uh, yeah, it's not good. Well, you know, to be fair for Morgan, I think they tackled this more like pirates might. <laughs> they need to get out. Just like running and yeah. basically attacking people. <laughs> yeah. It's like more Stealing violent. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so they're running. Austin shorts are falling off at this point, and this is going to start the... Uh, one of the themes of this episode is Austin's pants can't stay up. They can't stay up. No. We, we got a, a would-be... B- just full on moon from Austin as he's climbing into the boat. Yeah. Uh, it was blurred out. Yeah, it was. And his shorts say buzzed, which is so funny. <laughs> What's that? The shorts on the back say buzzed. <laughs> buzzed? What does yeah. that even mean? Like B-U-Z-Z-E-D. Like, buzzed. I don't know. He's just half drunk all the time. He's half drunk. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. He's a crazy man. And Drake's a lot more under control. They had saved 40 Balboas at the beginning. They need 35 to pay the boatman. And uh, they get they get taken to their beaches, and they're on separate islands. And there's like uh, some good transitions during this episode where yeah. they show the camps on the map and like where they're yes. going and all that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a treasure map or something. Yeah, it's a it's a very uh, visually appealing first episode, I would say. Right. Um, uh, yeah, but save for Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Yeah. Uh, Drake got. They got that fishing spear. They right? did. That, yeah. That is insane. They got a lot of stuff. They got like this big mat, like this huge mat, like rolled up that Burton's carrying, I think. They can brush their teeth. They have toothbrushes. They have so much They stuff. are more set than if they were allowed to bring a personal item on the <laughs> Yeah, show. I think that By might a be long true. Shot. Yeah. Yeah, they have all this chicken. They have a live chicken. They have everything. Um, Morgan gets to camp. And they don't even take any time to like celebrate being there. They're just they're just the most frantic tribe I think we've ever seen. Yeah, it's like no matter what uh, context we're we're watching them in, there needs to be like bongos in the background because <laughs> they're just running everywhere. Yeah, they really think this is a movie. They do. Yeah, they're just like running around like where are we gonna put the camp over there? Yeah. Okay, I'll run over there and check. And they run back. They're just running up and down. Especially Austin. Yeah. He's just running everywhere. Yeah. Oh, should we put the camp against this wall? Let's knock down some rocks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Those fell pretty heavily. We should definitely put this camp against this wall. Yeah. Do it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, they're trying to make a fire. Uh, and Lillian gets a great quote where she's like, it's hard to you know take the scout hat off and not be the scout master and like you know essentially like tell everybody how it's done and she says like her troop is going to be embarrassed or like give her a lot of crap when she gets home for using a candle to light the fire instead of like using sticks i guess i feel like any scout master would tell you you should use what you have i would think so you know why would you not use the best tool for doing that (laughs) right if you have a can- lit candle right there and you're struggling to start the fire. Yeah, you don't need to rub a stick. Right. Come on. That'd yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. Meanwhile, Drake gets to camp and they're doing great. They're just working together. They're doing the shelter stuff. Um, Trisha's really surprised that they're getting along so well together already. Um, there's a couple people kind of fighting for the leadership role, Sean and Burton. Mm. They're kind of like telling everybody what to do. Uh, and they apparently share a coconut with, like, only each other and Michelle. Yeah. And this is noticed by other people. And I think, uh, is it Sandra and Krista share they a look? And they're like, yeah. uh, like, did you notice that? And they're like, yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. I will, I will also say, I don't think there's that much milk in there. 
There's also yeah, other I don't coconuts. Know. I've never had a like actual coconut to see how much is in there. It just from what we saw, it didn't seem like that much. But maybe that's because they just they it down so quickly. Yeah. And they look at their tribe map, which is very important because what what does the map have on it, Scott? Well, I think if you're thirsty, you might be interested in looking at the map for the water source. Yeah, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Yeah. Drake does that. It tells you exactly how to get there. It does, and they find their well. The problem is the map does not have the mosquitoes. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is crazy. This yeah. is this is insane. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that I keep using these words, but. Uh, it's, it feels like episode four. Like, they, they've been out there for, you know, like a week. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh my gosh, look at all their bug bites. They walked through one forest. Yeah. And they look like I, they had acupuncture over their entire body. They look like the moon inverted or something is what somebody said. <laughs> that is what somebody said. I don't even need to make, like, that's a, that's a perfect uh, analogy. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, everybody's so bitten. This is day one. It's, it's, it is wild how many bites they all have. Um, it looks like a, a genuine health hazard. <laughs> yes. Malaria. Yeah, remember the no-no bird, uh, no-no bugs from yeah. uh, season four? They didn't look this bad. No, especially not on day one. This no. Is, this is, uh, this is a lot. The Morgan tribe has a pretty bad first night, I would say. First of all, they haven't found their water yet. That's one thing. Yeah. Uh, cause they're like looking around and they're like, I wonder where we can find water. And they get to this, like, at one point, I don't know if this is day one or day two, but they find this like gross looking water that they're like, maybe this is it and we can boil it. And it's just horrible. Yeah. They're like, no, you can't drink standing water. I think Trish is like, you, we would well, have to Trish boil this for like... Well, Trish is not on the, like... uh, other tri uh, the, uh, that tribe. Oh, is that a different scene when, when it... Trish sees the water and she's like, you'd have to boil that for... I don't think that's Trish. That was, was that not? I thought that was the Morgan tribe. It, I, for some reason, in my head, that was the Because Drake's already master. found their, uh, oh, Lillian is the scoutmaster. Oh, it was Lillian, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was Getting Lillian. Our, our older yeah. ladies mixed up. I don't know who Trish is. <laughs> Trish is on Drake. She's yeah. the one whose eyes are pretty, apparently. I can't picture her. Okay, well, we got a long season to go. I'll I'll find it in me to remember all of these people eventually. <laughs> yeah, I, I am very intrigued by what your winner pick is going to be. Whew. Yes. So Morgan has an awful first night. Uh, they have all these hermit crabs crawling around them because the hermit crabs live by this wall or in this wall that they've decided to shack up next to rocks are falling like the whole night and there's um there's other things crawling around them austin thinks that there's a snake it's really just like palm frond yeah they're getting pinched by the hermit crabs too they are in places that you would not want to get pinched and someone is laughing so hard at people <laughs> getting pinched in the background I would be so annoyed if I was trying to go to sleep. My butt was getting pinched by yeah. a hermit crab and someone was just like laughing hysterically every yeah. single time. Who is laughing? Is it Ryan O? I feel like it might be Ryan Seems O. Seems like a Rhino move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're just Austin. They call him Scary Mary, which is an interesting nickname for Austin. Let's go to the Drake tribe's first night. And they have a much more exciting first night. Well, maybe not much more exciting, but much more... It's 
exciting in a positive way for most of them, I think, that they got all this booze at the village. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Austin couldn't use his to sell for other things, but uh, Drake bought stuff, bought alcohol with their money, and they are just like drinking together. And John especially is like telling all these oh, jokes and just yelling. I forgot about John. <laughs> oh, that guy's so annoying. He didn't he pop into my head until this scene. I think this is kind of his first real scene. This is a big moment. Yeah. Yeah. And here's what Rupert has to say about John. John, he reminds me of my boys who I mentor who just pop off stupid stuff. You know, talk about getting some honey or smoking something, drinking something. This is amazing. <laughs> I feel like we really needed this to provide some, like, some sense. Because it's like, do people like this guy? Yeah. And immediately you get, like, the reaction, like, this is, like... From from a counselor, no less, saying mm -hmm. like, no, this guy's crazy, and he's saying crazy things. Just yeah. stupid stuff. <laughs> stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's great. What's also interesting is hearing John describe the things he's saying, and he's like, I'm a funny guy. He's like, everybody People thinks I'm it. funny. Yeah. It's, I mean, I just want to say, you know, it's a lot of us, we're, we try to be funny, and it is, it's really hard to know your audience and like come up with jokes that people like. Um, but I would say a red flag for if you actually are funny is if you say that you're funny. If you oh. tell people you're funny. Yeah. You know, like, I'm a funny guy. <laughs> Especially if you say it just like that. I'm a funny guy. Or like, yeah. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Probably what you're actually saying is that you aren't. If your voice <laughs> goes up towards the end, funny guy, you know? Yeah, like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what that means. And I think we, it's confirmed by everyone saying like, yeah, he's, he's goofy. He's kind of got annoying. Kind of got annoying after a little bit. Yeah, there's three people that we get <laughs> confessionals from that are like, yeah, it's a little much. A little much. Yeah. And Sandra doesn't like him at all. He thinks the swearing and stuff is cute, but it's not. It's not cute. So, no, it's not cute. Yeah. So that that's where we that's where we end on day 1 and that's where we will end before our break. Whoa. And then we'll talk about the next 2 days. <laughs> It feels great to be able to catch food. But I knew that one fish just wasn't going to be enough. So I took the spear. So we start catching fish. Uh, I got lunch. After I got that, I thought, okay, some more, some more. Is that a catfish? I was thrilled. I'd never seen a saltwater catfish. I didn't know they made such an animal. Let's go to day two on Drake. They are talking about their clothes and how they don't have many clothes. And Sandra is making shoes out of leaves. They actually look pretty good. Yeah, they don't look too bad. Yeah, they look, I think, about as good as what Mateo made out of his sneakers. Yeah. Did she look as crazy as people thought that Mateo looked when he was making those shoes? No, definitely not. Yeah, she's not. just weaving le like leaves together. Yeah, it's it's actually very artful. Yeah, it looked really <laughs> good. I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then they realized that the the like two ladies, especially um, maybe three, like 
Trish has like a longer dress maybe, maybe Michelle does too, and Krista. They have like a lot of material that they can use to help out these poor guys who have these pants and jeans yeah. for Rupert especially. Rupert, yeah, he's always going on about how bad it is to be wearing jeans. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I sympathize with him. Relief for Rupert. Relief for Rupert. Finally comes too. <laughs> yeah. And Krista has, and, and Krista's skirt, not only is it a, is it a skirt, but it's like a, like very flowery skirt, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's like very colorful. It's islandy. It is islandy. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 not very piratey. I don't think. No. It's very noticeable. Yeah, but a confident pirate, it doesn't matter to him <laughs> right. or her. Right. You know. Yeah, they just you can wear it with swagger. They can wear anything. So they cut Krista's skirt into like three different pieces. I forget who gets the second piece, and then Rupert gets part of it. And, you know, he, he has a great confessional again. Rupert is TV gold. He is. Um, and here's what he says about getting this dress. I got the little teasing and laughing with the girls as we made it, and I put it on, and I look really silly. It's done. I'm wearing a dress. I'm never going to put them pants back on. See, this is the piratey swagger that was aforementioned. Yes. And I, I think... I think we've got a pirate on our hands. You this think Rupert? so? Yeah. They do call him Blackbeard at points during this. Which is a perfectly apt name. Yeah. Man, I don't... I feel like it's really hard to vote off somebody who you call Blackbeard on a pirate season. <laughs> you would think so, yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Uh, Morgan finally discovers that there's a water well on their map. And they're like, oh my gosh, we should have looked at this map. Like, they were just too busy running around, going crazy. They're like, this is the team that's, like, running out of water that they got for themselves, and they're like, we got, we got, we, one of them, one of the ladies is drinking water currently and saying, <laughs> we need to stop drinking water yeah, right now. Yeah. Yep. But they finally found the well. Lillian and Ryan go to get it, and they're, like, best friends in the game right now. But they really, it turns out, don't really have anybody else on their side. Um, yeah. And so they both end up being kind of like potential targets. A little of the bit boat. of outcasts already. Yeah. Um, which is kind of sad because, like, they're so sweet to each other. And they're really other. nice people, yeah. yeah. But they just don't, they just didn't, I think, do enough to kind of like get in good with the rest of the people at this point. Watching this, I'm already hearing echoes of Rob from last season. Like, you need to know everybody, you need to have a relationship with everybody. Yeah. It's tempting to just. Stick with people that you feel like you fit in with. Find your best friend. Yeah. But I really think that's so important immediately. Like, mm -hmm. get to know people. Get involved with them. Yeah. Learn their names. Yeah. You don't have to be friends. You don't have to be more than acquaintances, but you have to at least be that. Yeah, and I think Ryan, um, you know, if the tribe is frantic and, like, running around, <laughs> like, if, even if you hate it, you have to be a part of that. You yeah. have to, like, run with Austin. Right. Prove that you can keep up with, like, this strong guy. Like, hey, did you see me at camp? I was running around with Austin, finding, like, where our camp should be. Right. Like, then you have something to fall back on. But And then in the confessionals, you can be like, oh, I hate this. I hated doing that. I'm so, so tired. Fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's> no <laughs> you point. You can still vent. Right. You have the, you have the chance to vent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, and they, they do the thing that every uh, pair who gets water does, where they're like, let's, let's not tell people where the water is. Um, yeah. I think they, they do, though. 
I think they do. Yeah. They were suggesting. Well, everybody saw the map, so right. they know it's on the map. They'd be like, "Give me the map," <laughs> you <Right>. know. <laughs> yeah, they can't hide the map. Maybe they could throw it in the well. I don't know. That would be interesting, like uh, sort of like extort your your yeah. tribe not to not yeah, to kick like you off. The I'm the only one who knows where the water is. <laughs> yeah, you need me. Yeah. <laughs> On Drake, they catch fish and a lot of it. Sean catches the first one. Sean, he's the one who catches one Cut fish. The first fish. Very proud of it. Yes. Yeah. He, they use this uh, this sling that they got the spear thing. Are you familiar with this term, like this being a Hawaiian sling? Is that a familiar term to you? No, not at all. Okay. Yes. Someone calls it a spear gun. A spear gun, yeah. And I was thinking they had that technology. <laughs> no, that would be way too piratey for, uh, for, for a survivor. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not actually a spear gun. It just is a... It uses tension. Tension? Yeah, to extend the spear at the end does so it really like, it's kind of yeah kind of like fires off like you oh. pull the elastic back and then oh, you release it okay and this, it sends the spear out yeah because oh. otherwise like if it's just, just like with your hands it. yeah it's gonna be tougher so it's like it's quicker yeah that i mean i i'm they've tried poking fish before in survivor it's really hard yeah Even richard people, did well at richard it. did do well but i think it was probably a, a, a challenge yeah um, but this, I was wondering how Rupert was able to be so successful and he's probably really good at it. Yeah. I think he might have a natural talent. Yeah. But it does make more yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't know that... if he's done this before, but he definitely seems like he could have done it before. Either it's that easy or he's just really good at it. I think someone in his position needs to learn all the things that you can learn life lessons from to mm -hmm. teach the boys. Right. Yeah. And stabbing fish with a spear poker thing mm -hmm. there's a lot of life lessons to be gained from that there are yeah do you want to share one uh there's a lot of fish in the sea mm -hmm. and if you put your mind to it you can get them all wow gotta catch them all <laughs> gotta catch them all yeah wow you could also learn the same lesson from pokemon yeah, which he also probably, <laughs> he probably is a master. Yeah. He's a Pokemon master. He's a Pokemon master, Rupert. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rupert just takes the sling and he catches all these fish. He's like, all right, I got five. I need three more. And, you know, he wants one for everybody. And he doesn't quite get eight, but he says, you know, he's really burnt. He needs to recover. And, you know, he wants to be the caretaker. He wants to make them think there's no way to get along without him and he thinks he's doing it yeah uh survivor production the cameramen they know who to film when rupert's walking back onto the beach and it's not rupert it's sean <laughs> watching him die a little bit inside each time he pulls in a new fish and he just gives the most empty compliment possible I feel like he's like great job with those fish rupert. so good <laughs> yeah keep it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great rupert rupert is a very good fisherman apparently yeah Let's go to Morgan and get tree mail. Uh, the tree mail is pretty cool. The mailbox, I guess. It's like a treasure chest on a canoe. It's not in a tree. No. But I think it. we haven't had mail in a tree for some time. Yeah, I don't I don't have it's a made running a list of what the, the mailboxes look like in each season. But yeah. this is, I think, a very... It's a very grounded one, uh, especially with mm. the boat. So, it's pirate-themed. Yeah, so they get their... their they're male. Uh, they talk about that the challenge has brain and brawn. Whoa. It's mostly brawn. 
I think... Yeah, I don't think there's... Uh, there's not much brain. We don't see a lot of brain going on in this. <laughs> no, that is, that is true. <laughs> uh, they want to elect a leader on Morgan before the before the challenge, and uh, Andrew is apparently acting like a leader, and so they're like, hey, I think Nicole says, you know, I threw out Andrew as leader, because she doesn't want to be the leader. And Good call. You know, Nicole, maybe if you were the leader, they wouldn't have voted you off first. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it would have been pro- prolonging the inevitable. It would have been, it wouldn't have made sense for Nicole to be the leader. You don't think so? No. You gotta be wearing underwear. You have to be wearing underwear. <laughs> yeah. It's not very leader-like to, uh, latch onto somebody to dislike in the first, uh, yeah. few days of the show. Yeah, you end up picking a fight with somebody on day three, yeah, so not, not great. Not great. And the, the men tell Austin, the men being... The, two of the other men, Ryan and, I'm sorry, Ryan doesn't even distinguish it. Ryan O and Andrew tell Austin that if his pants fall off during the challenge, they will take theirs off as well. And, you know, that scene being in there, you gotta think it's gonna happen. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, I think uh, I was being, uh, I was just trying to think good thoughts and be optimistic and i didn't assume it would happen (laughs) Uh, but i i'll give some some rupert lee advice uh if your friends uh pants are falling down or they tend to maybe make a pact to help them to keep them up (laughs) instead instead of of, also take yours instead of joining them in Mm. their uh descent okay yeah are you is that a message to me also no no (laughs) we already have our promise was pretty good yeah no it was good okay all right I'm kind of doubting you at this what? point. <laughs> uh, so they go to the immunity challenge. There's a scene with the maps that it's like, here's where the challenge is. So they, they go there, and the challenge is to push this cannon, which looks like it weighs a lot. I don't think Jeff says how much it weighs, but it looks heavy. It, you know how when you move something or jump on the moon, it's it, it's easier? Mm-hmm. Or like underwater? Mm-hmm. I think on sand, it's probably like two or three times harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really so hard. So however heavy it is, it's like way harder. Yeah, so they have this cannon they need to push. There's one obstacle where they have to take the cannon apart and like put all the pieces through, and that actually comes up right away. And it's no um, big deal. Which, right, but we'll get to why I think it does have an impact on the challenge a little bit. Oh, cool. Uh, Jeff shows the immunity idol. It's like, the, it's very unique. It's like a skull on top of an axe, like a big tall axe. Yeah, so it's not... It is unique. We've mm-hmm. never seen something like this. This is not piratey. I don't like this for this season. You don't like it? No. An axe? What What pirate has an axe? No, no, no. No pirate has an axe. None? Brandon? No. Not even Sir Francis Drake? No. Oh. You, they should have just done a skull with a pirate hat. Or like a mm. parrot. Or... <laughs> a parrot, yeah. A real parrot. Par- yeah. Francis Drake, he... <laughs> First of all, not a pirate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry that I just admitted that. <laughs> yeah. He's an explorer. And privateer. Yeah. So he could probably tell you. I really you. don't know what a privateer is. I don't either. I looked up the Wikipedia page. It didn't really help. I think it just means somebody who does something on their own. It sounds like, you know how like if a police officer takes a car, they say they're commandeering it. Mm. It seems like a pirate steals something. They're like, no, 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 no. I wasn't pirating. It was privateering <laughs> oh, yeah. i privateered it i okay. needed it for my journey right yeah okay 
that's a fair it's a fair complaint about the idol yeah didn't expect to get into it but sorry i don't <laughs> like the axe that's what we do yeah <laughs> you don't like it okay all right we'll see it maybe you'll like the individual immunity this season i don't know we'll see maybe it won't be an axe um the challenge starts and morgan is like immediately taking their cannon apart and because I think Jeff is like the first obstacle, you'll need to take apart your cannon yeah. and put it through the thing. But you have to push it like quite a ways before that first obstacle. Oh. And I think this did have like a slight impact on the challenge where they're like kind of starting to take it apart, which would have been really bad to have to carry the cannon pieces individually yeah, all that without way. wheels. Yeah. Oh. So did they have to put it back together? So I think and they just they it? end up like not really getting anywhere, like taking it apart. So they think they can just easily put it back together. But it was I thought it was funny that like I also misinterpreted Jeff. Yeah. That like they had to take it apart right away. They listened too intently. Yeah. So Drake's ahead. They're like putting more stuff in the way, um, and Austin shorts do fall off pretty much immediately in this challenge. And so Rhino, Rhino and Andrew also get naked. They knew Because I think they're happen. already shirtless. Yeah. So they, they take their pants off as well. And uh, Sandra, I think in the moment, has a like quote there where she says, they better hope they don't lose their weenies out here. Yeah. And I think that's just like live in the challenge. I don't yeah, think I think that's so too. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, and there's not a ton happens throughout this like drake just maintains a pretty good lead for most of it uh the final obstacle is like you have to break down these branches or whatever and burton is just like powering through it and rupert is like roaring like his rupert roar while pushing the cannon so they're ahead while they go to the sand but then they kind of get stuck in the sand which is you know reasonable right with this huge cannon it seems like there's patches of the sand that are deeper, softer. Yeah. I don't drier. I don't know what why I can't get stuck in sand. Yeah, I've never tried it. No. But they get stuck for a while, and and Morgan actually passes them for quite a long time on this final home stretch. Yeah, they have they gained such a huge lead that I was so positive they were just gonna take it, which yeah. I for some reason did not want at all. It would have been a huge surprise. Yeah. It wouldn't have made sense with no. the way the episode went. No. Like, it would have been... Right. Yeah. I don't think it would have made sense story-wise. The narrative would have been completely off. Right. So I think we would have seen some different, like, different scenes earlier in the episode if Drake were going to lose. They would have shown John being even more annoying. Yeah. They would have shown everybody getting on John instead of just a couple people yeah. or something. Yeah. And Drake ends up passing them right at the end when Morgan gets stuck um to win they it was very it's close right at the end yeah. it's it had to be so emotionally brutal for morgan yeah i think nicole is literally like touching like the finish line yeah. as drake finishes Ugh. it's it's rough and there's a great scene as we go to commercial of rupert just like hugging this immunity uh skull and like basically putting it right up against his face and beard and just like caressing it is that the the cockiness you think that morgan was talking about uh, i think it's that they yelled like we didn't even have to get naked and did they yell that yeah that's not cocky maybe it's just just a true statement it is true but i think you can interpret anything as cockiness when you lose when you lose yeah Yeah. i know how that is yeah how dare they smile right those cocky smiles yeah we do get one scene from drake after the immunity challenge they go back to camp 
Rupert says, when they passed us, I was getting ready to puke and cry. That sounds like a terrible night. Puking and crying? Yeah, those are like not, those are two bad things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually when you puke, crying just naturally comes with that. <laughs> so that's, maybe he was just talking about the physiological response. I don't know. That, that just sounds like a horrible night to me. And they talk about, hey, like, you when those guys got naked like what were y'all thinking and you know michelle was like i just look up and there's like their butts in my face or something like that (laughs) they were really close to them and they're like oh you liked it just say it and then i think uh sandra has another thing that she says about this i wasn't impressed i don't know what was going on with them i wish their dingling got stuck on a viner i don't know that was just stupid Yeah, so for Drake, they were being, like, obnoxious. (laughs) I mean, it's from Drake's point of view, that really is obnoxious because they don't know about the pact. They're just like, these guys are getting naked. They're being ridiculous. Yeah. And then they they beat that, and it, I don't know, feels good. It's like, ha, you guys got naked for nothing. Back in season one, we famously had somebody who would frequently get naked on the show. Yeah. Did, Did Richard get naked during challenges not a single time i don't think i don't remember if he did i think he just does it while relaxing just at camp and he i don't think he does it to gain any attention i think he just likes it he just likes it yeah Yeah. but yeah it did remind me a little bit of of, uh, richard yeah (laughs) let's go to morgan before tribal council did you have any um inkling of what was going to happen at this tribal like i think it's I think we're kind of getting into a new season. It's tough to kind of get the dynamics yet. Did you have an initial thought? Yeah, I think they did a good job of making it a little confusing. They kind of showed that Lillian or Ryan, because they were separated, might be potential targets. Uh, I think there was some talk of that maybe amongst the tribe. And then they showed uh, Nicole just kind of hating on Tijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I didn't know it would be Nicole. I thought that it was a little crazy the way she was acting this early, like so hostile to somebody yeah. when she has absolutely no power at all. Right. But no, I think I think I actually did think it would be Ryan. Yeah. Ryan Shoulders. Yeah, Ryan Shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Ryan Shoulders is like the classic, like looking at this tribe, like either him or Lillian, you would think, like, either the, like, the smallest yeah. guy or the oldest lady is, like, kind of usually how you might think it would go. Um, you know, last season was a little different. It was the oldest lady when the ladies went to tribal council, but with the tribe of all guys, like, it, all guys and all ladies, it's kind of tough to, like, compare it. Right. But, yeah, I think th- that's kind of, and, and not only are they the, like, the prototypical, um, like types of people who would typically get voted out yeah. first they're also together they're and together. friends and not really friends it with anybody else bad. it's like wild how yeah. it worked out like that yeah i mean i feel like lillian kind of has it written all over her just because she even dressed completely different from everyone else and seeing somebody so like i'm a scout master and i'm gonna do this right and just like feels like they're set up to fall flat on their face but you can't hide in a scoutmaster uniform you can't just like fade into the background no no (laughs) everyone just looks at you and they're like well you better be a a dang expert at this yeah yeah so so they're talking about i think andrew says uh you know maybe lillian or the limp noodle ryan 
It's a pretty rough Uncalled nickname. for. <laughs> yeah. Uncalled for. Like, Skinny Ryan is one thing, but the Limp Noodle. You didn't ask for that. That's rough. Yeah, come on. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. And, and, oh, first of all, Andrew has to give his uh, leader speech about, you know, we just remember how cocky they were when they won, and we beat them next time. Like, yeah, it's it's the failure speech. You, mm-hmm. you love to hear it. Yeah. They, they, he, I mean, it, the pain is coming out of his voice in this speech. It's not defiant. It doesn't sound defiant to me. It sounds like, it hurts bad guys. It sounds like, I hope we win next time. <laughs> yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. And Lillian and Ryan, shoulders talk. I'm just going to call him Skinny Ryan. Um, Lillian and Skinny Ryan talk, and, you know, she's worried that it might be her. And he says, you know, don't give up yet. When your torch is out, then, or when your torch goes out, then give up. So he's given her some motivation. Yeah. And also, it's funny because they're two of the, the potential targets. And at this point, I think they are the only two potential targets. Right. But he's like, don't give up. Like, you can still do it. But, like, at this point, if she makes it through, he probably doesn't. So right. it's really funny that he doesn't really know that yet. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just the two-person uh, alliance this early on is just, it's not that good. No. It's not enough people no. in an eight-person tribe. And then uh, Nicole tells Lil that maybe Tawana should be the vote, and uh, Lil is so funny. She's like, in confessional, she's yeah. like, I was like, okay, well, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the delivery in this season, it's getting me. Yeah. And it, it's funny because if you're Lil, yes, like... Sure, let's vote Tuana. Let's right. vote anybody. Like, I'm fine with anybody. You think it was bad of her to even question why? I don't know. I mean, they don't really show how she reacted in the moment. But yeah. she might have in her head been like, oh, I wonder why she wants to vote Tuana. But you just got to yes people at this point. Yeah, I agree. But hearing that only come from one person this early in the game, I think I would be really annoyed if someone came up to me and were like, hey, look, I don't... What do you think about getting rid of this? Like, who are you? Why are you, tell- why are you telling me this? Yeah. Yeah, so she goes back to Andrew, and who and she doesn't know that he's considering voting her off at this point. Yeah. And, you know, it ends up that Nicole and Tuana have to have a confrontation because I think, is it Andrew, Andrew then tells yeah. Tuana? Immediately. Yeah, he's like, hey, like, Lil said that Nicole was throwing your name out. And she's like, what? Like, I never said anything about Nicole or to <laughs> Nicole or anything. And uh, here's Dara's first appearance of the episode. Hey, Dara. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember Dara's what you Dara's on this like. season. Do you remember that Dara has an accent? A very di- distinguished southern accent? Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think she's our hardest to understand contestant since Big Tom. Well, I'm from the south, and all of their speaking just sounds completely... It sounds like this to me. <laughs> yes. That's how I hear it in my head. Yeah. When you talk, Brandon, you sound like like a like boston like eastern <laughs> oh like, wow yeah like bring a cat to the yeah that's what i sound like every word you say that's wow. what i hear yeah oh okay maybe austin can talk more and you can sound with a real boston accent like <laughs> or we can get rob uh play some rob clips from season four again <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so nicole and tawana confront each other dara isn't sure she can trust nicole anymore because Nicole's throwing people's names out on, on, you know, this early in the game. And Andrew, I guess any anything that stood out to you from this confrontation between Nicole and Tawana? It looks so bad for Nicole. 
looks yeah. really bad. I feel like Tuana is not in danger at all. She's totally deflecting it. Yeah. And like it's coming to light and the only person that looks bad is Nicole. Yeah. And it's in front of everybody. Yeah. I think at this point it the, it really shifts to where like you don't really think it's going to be Lil at all. Yeah. It's either like Ryan or Nicole. Yeah. Depending on like what's more important, like trustworthiness or effort no- noodliness. or noodliness, yeah. Cuz I don't know. I don't think I would call... I wouldn't call Ryan a limp noodle either. Or Nicole. None of these people are limp noodles. No, I... I, If anything, I see Ryan more like a fresh out of the box, hasn't even touched boiling water. Like a fetish... Something something hearty like like, like a linguine. You know? Okay, yeah. yeah. Or a fettuccine. I don't know how hearty... One of those way. pastas. One of the thick ones. Yeah. He's, he's thick Ryan, we yeah, should call thick him. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Thick With pasta two Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah perfect yeah so uh andrew does say that ryan nicole and lily he calls her lily so there's a lot of nicknames too already there's uh, too many. skinny ryan there's lil lily rhino i think i'm fine with them but blackbeard yeah. johnny fairplay you can't be writing those on the the voting cards <laughs> i bet it seems like they're probably making that way more heard like you you have to put their names on the, the cards <laughs> Uh, because someone votes for Ryan S. Like, they actually do vote for... Yes, with a period at the end of yeah. the S, too. It's, like, perfect It's very proper. Yeah. And we get to tribal. And Jeff, of course, he always has to start... If people get naked, Jeff's there. He's in it. Yeah. He needs to ask them. Uh, even men. So he doesn't... He'll talk dis- He doesn't discriminate. Yeah. Um, he says, you know, do you have any regrets about getting naked? Like, it's one thing to do it and win. It's another to do it and lose. Yeah. And this is a bit of an unfair question because, like, he knows, he's got to know why they did it. Like, they didn't do it to be cocky. They did it because Austin's pants can't stay up. Like, Austin isn't the person you should be asking if he regrets it. You think he, he has been briefed or debriefed? <laughs> Austin's been debriefed, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, I would think either that or that Austin would say something like, I had no choice. My pants are falling off. I sold my belt. That was dumb. Yeah. But I, I'm in this position now. I can't right. do anything about it. My pants fell off. Ask them if they regret it. I think an interviewing strategy that a lot of good interviewers employ is like uh, pre- pre- pretend or feigned ignorance. Yeah. Just asking innocently like, sure. oh, you guys got kind of naked. Do you regret <laughs> that? Naked, and yeah. just let them take Sure. They answer however they yeah. want to. Yeah, I guess that makes for a pretty good TV sometimes, too. Yeah. Uh, they ask what their biggest struggles are so far. Ryan O. says that he's struggling with the water situation. Andrew is struggling with the sleep. He hasn't slept for more than, like, 45 minutes at a time, I think, in the last three ni- or two, that's two nights. Yeah, that's not good. Probably because a rock keeps falling on his face. <laughs> Probably. Did, I, we, did they we move didn't, the camp? Yeah, they did move it. Okay, we didn't did mention move. that. Yeah, yeah, we didn't Because rocks that. were falling on them <laughs> yeah. after they pushed down the rocks and showed how mm-hmm. likely that was to happen. Yeah. I don't remember where it ended up or if it's any good. I think it's just away from the rocks. <laughs> it's like the you got to build your house on the rocks, right. not next to it. Right, yeah. Well, I don't know if you want to build them on those rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, so uh, the, Jeff asked Lil, you know, you've got the scout uniform on like it's hard to not notice that and she calls out which troop that she is like the scout master of it was troop 617 in cincinnati ohio i didn't look up if that's still uh around and still going strong but still selling cookies somewhere 
I think that's the Girl Scouts. Oh. I think she's a Boy Scout master. Still, well, they what do they sell? They sell something. I don't. I don't remember though. Oh no! I know what they sell. Uh, Ruby and I bought like really expensive uh, uh, popcorn kernels. Oh, it is popcorn. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking popcorn, but I wasn't sure if that was Boy Scouts or some other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to so say no when like a ten year old. You're walking in the store, and a ten year old is like, "Hey." you guys interested in buying popcorn yeah and also i don't think we looked at the price beforehand right you're just like sure yeah um i mean i love girl scout cookies so better than boy scout popcorn better than boy scout popcorn yeah i'm i have a sweet tooth so me too yeah uh and but being a a scout troop master leader master i think leader has taught a little patience with the young people. So uh, being on a tribe with all these young people, you know, she just got to be super patient because she's the one that's like, that needs to be patient, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, they asked Nicole, like, do you trust anyone yet? And she's like, I don't really, it's not been enough time for me to trust anyone. Like I've already seen mm. lots of different sides of lots of different people. This is not a good answer. No. And this is also like weirdly pointed already. Like I've heard some people are getting defensive some people i wonder who that would be yeah yeah it's great uh and then jeff asks if anybody hasn't been pulling their weight and andrew says oh i think this is in a context of like andrew's the leader yeah and he's like uh yeah ryan i think he says young ryan hasn't been pulling his weight <sighs> okay. like i looked over at him at the challenge and he was like not giving his effort this, this is not good this is not good for ryan this is not very leaderly of Andrew to uh, throw anyone under the bus. Yeah. And uh, publicly, especially. Yeah. A bus, very, like pirates don't have buses. They don't drive buses. Yeah, so you don't, you don't, don't throw do anybody that. under a bus. No. Yeah. You, you make them walk the plank. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he should have done. He's making Ryan walk the plank in front of everybody. Mm. In the... the the proverbial sense in the proverbial but sense. literally nicole is the one who has to leave the ship yeah <laughs> yeah thankfully for ryan yep let's vote uh did you think it was leaning nicole or ryan uh no i don't i, I don't know you're like 50 50 <laughs> i think i was 50 50 at yeah. this point okay they vote nicole votes for ryan s Ryan S, I'm voting for you because you're the only person I know other people are planning to vote for. That does not turn out to be true. I think no. Ryan only gets the one vote. She planned on. Maybe that's what she was talking about. It's kind of kind of like a circular, like, I'm planning on voting for Ryan. Which yeah. means that's one person that's planning on voting for Ryan. So I'll vote for Ryan. <laughs> I'll vote for Ryan, yeah. And then we only see one vote for Nicole, and that is from Tawana. No surprise there. And here's what Tawana has to say. Nicole, you stabbed me in the back. Fortunately, I found out and I was able to save myself. This is an inaccuracy. This is not accurate. Okay. Because they, you cannot stab someone in the back unless you're behind them. Mm -hmm. They don't know each other well enough. Yeah. I, I agree. There wasn't really a, a establishment of trust yet yeah. for like throwing out someone's name to be considered a stab in the back. I feel like if Ryan was like, Ryan S was like, 
Lil sucks. Yeah. Like, we need to vote Lil out. That's, that's a backstab. That's a backstab. This is a front stab. This is a front stab. Yeah. Pirates more likely to front stab or backstab? I think they do a little, little column A, a little column B, because they like to mutiny, mm-hmm. and that's definitely a backstab. Right. They like to mutiny. This is the last season that you want to be a leader on. <laughs> yes. Well, if you're on uh, Rupert's tribe, you don't want to be the leader because he'll just be like, pirates, mutiny. <laughs> it's just what we do. Yeah. You might even like the current leader and he's like, right. well, pirates going to pirate. <laughs> I got no choice. <laughs> I'm wearing my pirate skirt. <laughs> yeah. It's mutiny time. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so they, they vote um, and Jeff reads the votes. We have one vote, Nicole. It's not the Tawana vote. And then we get the Ryan S. vote, which is the Nicole vote. Yeah. And then we get another Nicole vote, which is not the Tawana vote. And then we get a third Nicole vote that is finally the Tawana vote. So then yeah. at this point, we're like, okay, there might only be three for Nicole. But right. nope, there's another Nicole with an H this time. N-I-C-H-O-L-E. Yeah. And then Nicole, and that's that's enough votes. And I, the last two were also for Nicole. Ouch. Seven to one, Scott. It's people did not like the way she was acting. No. I think it's that simple. Yeah. I think she really did like completely destroy her reputation by uh, trying to make someone walk the plank like she did. Yes. Pirates don't do that. No. Not. Well, they kind of do. They kind of do but, actually. But not if you're not the captain. Yeah. Of the you don't ship. mutiny against a lowly crewmate. You right. wait until they get promoted, mm-hmm. and then you mutiny. Yeah, yeah, that was her mistake, and yeah, she. I mean, she just is starting beef too early. Like you just want to be kumbaya. Like she was in yeah. no danger if she just didn't throw out anybody's name. Totally, I think yeah, she, she was in the power fine. group. Like she was massaging people. She, she wasn't Ryan or Lil. Like she would have been fine for at least two votes. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. That's rough. Nicole and her strapless dress are gone. Jeff is very sad. He's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Who will he make these comments to? It's, it's impossible to say. And Nicole has some final words. And they're actually quite long. Here they are. I knew going in that my biggest weakness was going to be keeping my mouth shut. When I have an opinion about somebody, I just can't seem to keep it in. Um, Based on past experiences in my life, it doesn't surprise me that I'm sitting here. Um, I knew I'd either be the first person off or the person that won, so it was one of the toughest things I've ever done. And even with a million dollars at stake, I still had to say what I thought when I thought it, and that's exactly what did me in. I sort of shot myself in the foot by trying to make an alliance early on to get rid of someone that was just annoying me, Um, which I see now in hindsight, it's probably not the best way to play the game. Wow. They gave... I guess they're like, this is the only episode she's on. Let her talk for a while. Yeah. Also, based on what she said, she would not have been surprised if she won the whole game. Right. <laughs> yeah. She just had to make it through this one vote. Yeah. And it was there. She would have right won there. the whole thing. Yeah. Dang it. That's crazy. Yeah. So, that's it for Nicole. Nicole, maybe... Do you feel le- the least confident... Of any of the seven first boots so far that you will remember, Nicole, at the reunion? Yeah. I'll remember the fact that she wore a tube top because (laughs) of all the comments that were made about it. Yeah. But I won't remember Like, anything about her. I already... I don't even know what she looks like. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be honest. The dress was blue. It was blue, yeah. 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 And she was on the Orange Tribe, which is funny. 
However, and there is a blue tribe. Wow. Yeah. It's a mutiny. It's a mutiny. <laughs> we can't call everything a mutiny this season, Brandon. <laughs> I think we will. <laughs> I think we will. That's what's going to happen. That's what, that's what, that is what's going to have to happen. Yeah. So Nicole's gone. We get some scenes from next time. Things are going great at Drake until Sean messes up or something. And then Rupert's, like, yelling. Yeah, this is not good. We have a Rupert freakout scene already. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Morgan, somebody wants to quit. And Andrew says, we don't need people saying they want to go home. Yeah, I think there's already a pretty strong candidate for someone saying they want to quit. Who's, who wants to quit? I think it might be Lillian. You think Lillian? She's already had to have a pet talk. A, a pep talk. A pep talk. Pep talk. I thought you were going with, like, pet talk or ted talk she's already had a ted talk <laughs> yeah from ryan yeah explaining why she should stay on with a slideshow mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah so you're feeling you're feeling not great about Lil. yeah okay i think it's really hard to come back from a situation like that if it is indeed about her right. complaining i think people uh, i mean we just saw jenna win after complaining that she didn't want to be on the show anymore but yeah that was at the end of the show this is right. at the beginning. This is the very beginning. This is the last time you want to be, the last place you want to be yeah. complaining about. So yeah. that does it for episode one yeah. of our of our recap. But we have some unfinished unfinished business because this is a premiere episode of Scott Survive Survivor. And with that, we know that Scott, the time <sighs> is here oh. for you to pick a winner among people that, it, from what it seems like, there's a lot of moments in this episode that are quite memorable but as far as the the actual people that are involved it's been a bit more of a struggle than usual it to, really to remember them and i i don't think it's their fault i yeah. think these people will take form but right now a lot of them are amorphous yeah blobs in my head <laughs> yeah and, um, well of the 15 blobs left in the game you're worried about Lillian wanting to quit, so I can't imagine you're going to choose her as not the winner. Not going to pick her. Yeah. Rupert. So does your does your winner yeah. Okay, actually, that's not a good question. Talk me through your thought process here for I mean, who your winner's going to be. So I really want to pick Rupert because I feel like he's someone who's going to be paying attention to the game, right. kind of like Rob did. I feel like this is already kind of the season's Rob. They're not really alike, but we've got that similar like awareness of the game and mm-hmm. wanting to take advantage of, of uh, opportunities. Yeah. This is so shallow, but just based on the next time on him screaming into the void, <laughs> I just feel like it's not that's not good. Right. That's not that's not good for Rupert. You gotta be able to keep it together. So uh, and then my next like just based on who I, I liked in this episode, I wanna pick uh, Sandra. Sandra? Mm-hmm. Sandra. Sandra. It, it's pronounced both ways in this episode. Oh great. Yeah. I wanna pick S. You pick S. Um not Ryan S. No. But I, for some reason, it's hard for me to see her winning, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm still going to pick Rupert. I think okay. I am. Okay. And I will fully admit to you right now, Brandon, yes. that a lot of that comes from that I don't, I cannot put <laughs> many faces to many names. Yeah. Uh, and Austin is acting really obnoxious so far. Mm-hmm. So is John. Right. I remember them. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I, can I change? I, is this, is you this haven't locked it yet? in yet. You I'm not. I'm not going anything. Rupert. Okay. I think he's going to stand out too much. 
I'm switching it okay. to Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Michelle oh, that has. That is an upset. I know. Because <laughs> she's barely been so in this episode. Mm. But I do remember her. I don't remember what she looks like or anything about her. <laughs> yes. But I. But maybe I, that's a good thing. I'll recognize her, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't complained so far. And she hasn't made a big, big deal about herself. She's not going to be mutinied against, probably. Okay. Right. Because no one's going to make the like the youngest person on the tribe captain. Right. I'm going with Michelle. Lock okay. it in. Lock it in. Not Rupert. <laughs> not Rupert. Not Blackbeard. Not any of the people that you remember, really. No. Def- not Ryan Michelle. Shoulders. Yeah. Not Lil. Not Lil. Not Austin. Not Tawana. No. All right. Michelle, it's been, it's been locked in. It's been locked typed. in. Okay. Winter pick. Winter Michelle, pick. How do you feel compared to past winter picks? I feel like I'm going to regret this less than I did Roger in the last season. I think that's a pretty <laughs> safe bet, generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a big regret. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to say about episode one of the Pearl Islands? I think we're off to a great start. Yeah, I think this is great. I'm so excited. Uh, new season. I think we probably had some B-roll. We, we always, like, do a B-roll check-in that we didn't talk about. I think this this time it was the maps. Like That was the B-roll? I think. I don't know. I, That's what they I used for like transitions. we saw some, some whales. There was... Point. Okay, at the beginning, Jeff talked about the marine life, and there was there were whales and stuff, but, yeah. That's just... I feel like those are just, like, here are things that are somewhat close to here. But. Well, I'll give a rest in peace to all the fish that died in the making of this episode. Mm, yeah. Seven. Of them. At least. At least. Yeah. Wow. Rest in peace. Thank you, Scott. That's yeah. very, very nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you, listeners, for coming back for our seventh season. It's great to be back. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, like we've said, I, I want us to be at a pace like Morgan, where we just can't help ourselves but <laughs> just continue to pump out episode after episode. We just can't, don't know what to do with ourselves otherwise. I want to get rid of my clothes to record this. No. If we need to, we need you to. know, it, it, it we might discuss this. If we need new podcast equipment and we need to, you know. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, I'll flash people for that. So. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even sell them my clothes. I'll just, sh- I'll just show, you know. Wow. That's it. That's dedication. Uh, follow us on Twitter uh, and you will, you will see none of that. Um, on Twitter at SS Survivor Pod against the guidelines. Yep, uh, maybe. Um, and you won't you won't regret following us. No, you won't. It's it's great to have our little little tight knit community over there yeah. on the on the X. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that's that's what they call it now. And follow me on Instagram at bswebs2. I'm also on Twitter at the same handle. You won't regret that either. No, it's it's fun. I tweet about Survivor, tweet about sports. You know, all the all the good stuff. Good stuff in life. Yeah. Uh, and with that, we will see you back here for episode two of the Pearl Islands. And until then, take care. See ya.